Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by GhostBed.com! Five hundo, Jabes. Five hundo. Five hundred. Uh, how do you feel about it? I feel good. I mean, it's a bummer that it's in quarantines. It is, isn't it? But since it is quarantines, that means yeah, all rules are out the window. Out you the can window. do drugs and drink. That's all what we're doing. That's why, like, uh, we're on drugs, we're drinking, we're doing the whole thing today. Um, <laughs> Just be for yourself. <laughs> sorry. Uh, I, I uh, was, so we were entirely unprepared for 500. This was not supposed to happen until July. And yeah. due to the uh, coronavirus, due to the China, the China, the due Chinese to, virus. Due we, to whatever's happening right now. We have, we've gone live every single day, so... We've like we've done eighty shows, I feel like, and just like, oh shit, we're at five hundred. Here we go. I know. Was totally unprepared. Um, one of our all time favorite listeners, our homie, lover and friend, Rick Abend. Um Day one. Day one, OG. Rick, uh, there it is. Are you Put in that up here, on the screen. Rick. He sent us He's in the a, boards. He's in the group. He he uh brought us a, a bottle of Jameson over from the distillery in Ireland 
on the back, and I, I think you can see this on the screen. Is that up, Jamie? Okay. On the back, it says this bottle has been specially labeled for RPR episode 500 at the distillery itself. And we've been saving this bottle. And uh, you know what, man? I'm going to go ahead and give you the revolutionary figure of the day. This is, this is like the nicest, one of the nicest things that anybody's Rick. ever done for me. Anybody's ever done for me. I've never had a bottle directly from the distillery, like shipped over. Because I remember they were there. Pretty crazy. So yeah, we got they a were bunch there. Of, mm -hmm. We got a bunch of stuff, and they were like, hey, we're in Ireland. And I was mm -hmm. like, fuck, that's awesome. I had no idea they were going to do this. And I was like, hey, man, I'm going to drink this live on air because I'm not going to waste this. Holy shit. Uh, the bottle is actually engraved. Look at that, Jesse. Our RPR episode 500. Stop it. Yeah. Is he in the boards? If he is. Yeah, he's here. Oh, he is here. So He's here, Rick. What ask, up? ask Rick if he wants us to drink this or save it. Like, Yeah, Rick, what are we supposed to do? You tell the, us, uh, bro. You tell us. I know, man. Like, it, It's one do of those things. Do we shots? I'm guessing he's going to say yes, but we'll see. Because it's so nice. I'll never, I don't know that I'll ever have one of these the rest of my life. That it's engraved for us specifically. I so I, I don't know. Uh, well, look. See, did he answer? Did he say drink or not? Not yet. We've okay. got a. Yeah. So oh, we got a. One we got, oh, second, really? One second. He'll um, be letting us know, I'm sure. Yeah. So, by the way, for everybody else on the audio show, we've been going live on YouTube every day as well and then just popping up the audio right afterwards. Um, man, it's it's been actually a lot more fun than I anticipated. I, we actually love going live every day, and it's a blast. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, th I think after whenever this ends, we'll probably just continue doing it because it's, it's awesome. And uh, it's really cool for people to tune in live. And if you hate the morning shows that are on at your house, at least you can flip this on and be like, all right, cool, man. Those are some real peeps that are drinking at 11 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> drinking That's drinking how scotch you start your day. At 11 a.m. Uh, uh, Rick Ben said a four-finger pour. For each. Ooh, Trey's in I, here, too. Trey, I, what up, dog? Is that Trey Wetzel? Yeah. What up, Trey? Um, I love Trey. Trey, you're still blocked on my phone, and I apologize. I can't find your number to unblock it. And um, he got a little too handsy with the, the LSU post. I love you, Trey, Ooh, though. I love Trey Wetzel. Oh, he got, he got up all in the boards. Yeah, because a lot of people don't realize when, when we do the sports show, like, I've got to pick another team, man. Like, is that a girl in here? Um, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm Be gonna, nice to the girls in here, okay, guys? I'm going to open this. There's uh, like can. one, yeah. Ooh. What up, girl? What up? 500. I'm opening this live on air. So for the audio yeah, people so who are like, what are you fumbling around with, doing? Ross? So um, I was getting a fucking MRI today. I, got, I had to get a brain MRI this morning. So I just got back from that. They said drink plenty of water because they inject you full of dye and some other mm -hmm. shit. And I was like, yeah, 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 I'll be totally on that. Um, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. I'm gonna pour uh, four fingers in a glass. I wonder if he said that for that McConaughey reference back in the day. Oh. oh. Uh, now what you need to do is pour, oh. is pour yourself about four fingers in a glass. Uh, cheers. Here's to 500, James. Danielle, 500. 500. Cheers. Cheers. So I asked Jesse if she was gonna drink with us today, and she said. Well, I have I have kids, and I said, well, I do too. And she goes, yeah, but I've actually got to like I've watch. actually got to take care of them, and I yeah. have more yeah, 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 homeschooling yeah. to do when I get Correct. home. Correct. Um, I am off for the day. No, okay. uh -huh. have, uh, I got a couple more shows and some other shit. Uh huh. Sure, me too. Um, doing things yep. the rest of the day. Uh huh. And then so. 
slipping Hanging on out. home yeah. and heading upstairs. Hopping on down the, the bunny, bunny trail. trail. Hopping on down the bunny trail. I've been writing trail. the uh, the third St. James book, so I, man, I only have about seventy pages left. <laughs> what up? Uh, cheers to everybody. Five hundred. Uh, here's to five hundred more. We're not going to stop. Um, this keeps going, and uh, I'm super fucking amped about this. Did not expect it to happen this quickly. I'm sorry for the circumstances that it did, but I'm glad it's here. And I can't believe we've done 500 episodes of this show now. That's fucking crazy. It's crazy. And I'm happy for you and the day that you're going to have. Ah, you know? damn, that's great. That's really fucking smooth, man. I'm just going to J-Lo Shit. it over here. Yeah. How I'm is boy, that? Boy, it's amazing. I mean, just absolutely amazing. Way to go, Rick. Rick, there's things in life, man, that, uh, you know... It takes good friends to to go over to Ireland and grab bottles of of Jameson for you. God damn it, man. We're going to kick this up a notch, Jabes. We're going to kick it up a notch. Okay. So there's been some positive shit that's been going on during this this whole uh, fuckery we call the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Last night was one of them, man. Um, I enjoyed the shit out of my life. And um, it was... It was the music that I kind of came up with, if you will. Um, Scott Storch, the producer, um, and Manny Fresh, another big music producer, went on Instagram Live last night, and they traded their hits back and forth. And it, I, at one point, it had drawn over a half a million viewers. To put it in perspective for you, if you're watching a basic cable show or anything on Adult Swim, typically their ratings are in like the 300,000. If you're watching something in like IFC, you get like 150,000 viewers. This had a half a million off of somebody's, someone's Instagram feed. I mean, that is banana dick. There is a reason why cable ratings are down, and this is it. And this is only going to further drive it into the basement. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to be honest. It was some of the most entertaining shit that I would not get in normal life unless it was under a circumstance like this. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even know if these guys are friends in real life or how this came about. But they started trading hits back and forth, and uh, the internet went nuts, as did I. It was late. Um, you were sleeping, and I was like, oh, man, I just wanted to, to just absolutely jam to this. Um, but uh, I'm going to pull up some of their hits. Um, Scott Storch said, hey, I'm going to close this out, dude. I'm just going to end, end your life with Still Dre. And as Ugh. soon as the keyboards came in, ding, that ding, he's ding, like ding, playing ding, ding, himself. Ding, ding, yeah. Oh, dude, that he's playing himself for for still Dre Day. Um, I was just like, oh shit. I mean, and he's done. God damn it, man. Uh, everything. Um, his musical start was a keyboardist for the Roots, actually, Scott Storch. Um, and I, if you don't know the Roots, I mean, obviously they know. Most people know him from Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, the Roots were dope as fuck before they came on Jimmy Fallon. And I'm glad they got famous and rich oh, after yeah, that. Because yeah, yeah. I saw them open up literally f- 15 times. Um, they used to open up for Dave Matthews all the time. Like they, oh, would, really? they would go and play anywhere. The, the, the Roots were so great that they were just a universal band that they could... They're the type of band that was... It, it's actually perfect for Fallon because they could show up anywhere, rap, fucking alternative rock, anything, and mm-hmm. just rock a crowd no matter what. They're just... Yeah. Amazing. And uh Were the roots the ones that played with uh Jay Z on that unplugged thing that he did? Wasn't that the roots yes. band? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, the roots that have been around forever. You can plug in the roots anywhere. So some of the, the hits that they were trading back and forth uh last night, still Dre, 
which is every time I hear those keyboards, I'm I'm in no matter where I'm at. He pretty much wins for me in that. Just for that one where, song, yeah, which and is crazy. The way that he closed it out and him playing it on the keyboard, it was great. And the whole shit, you go. It was great. All right, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You um, win. Because look, in the middle of it, he drops Cry Me a River by Justin Timberlake. And you're like, come on, Scott Storch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cry yeah. Me a River by Timberlake. Like, I, I had no idea. Because, you know, you, those producers never get really shine like that. It says on his bio that he's got eight Grammys. But those guys never really get to go up on stage. Yeah, and the artists never thank him. So yeah. you're just like, all right, cool. Um, lean back, Fat Joe. Ooh. Uh, I mean, And who was that? Scott, Scott Storch. Does Scott Storch win this? Sort of. And oh, we'll, we'll get okay, to that. It depends okay, on. Okay. Scott Storch wins for the fact of his plethora of, of hits across all genres to right. me. But I'm not going to discount Manny Fresh either. We'll get to him in a second. But uh, uh, Let Me Love You by Mario. Remember that? Let Me Love You. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He did that one. He did uh, 50 Cent's Candy Shop. Oh, God. I'll take you to the candy shop. I mean, fuck, dude. Uh, other jams um, you might have uh, heard of, Me, Myself, and I by Beyonce. Run It by Chris Brown. Make It Rain by Fat Joe and Lil Wayne. I mean, it, it's a massive, massive fucking catalog from Scott Storch. Now, Manny Fresh, on the other hand, uh, he was doing fucking Young Money that whole run from like 99 to to uh 2010 essentially hmm. um girl you look good once you back that ass oh, up yeah. <laughs> well, as soon as that remember the opening beat to that where oh, you're just yeah. like oh shit dude yeah 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 uh, <laughs> i used to jam to that uh i'm gonna type in all of the the manny fresh hits here but um i mean dude he was he was on it, dude, for all the hot boys, dude. Bling, bling. Remember <laughs> bling, bling, dude? Oh, man. Bling, bling was huge. Um, God damn. Number one stunner. I'm the number one stunner. What, 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 what? I mean, fuck, man. Uh, Go DJ by Lil Wayne. That was like my first like massive introduction yeah. to Lil Wayne. I, to my knowledge, when, when was that? 2004. That was kind of like his first like hit where it was just him he wasn't just a member of the hot boys anymore it was just Lil Wayne and like go DJ was fucking massive dude um take your shirt off by T-Pain uh big shit poppin by T.I. I mean god damn it dude uh mama got dad ass get your roll on by the big timers I mean and then obviously he started with juvenile back that ass up like god damn it it was going back and forth there. I, I give it to Storch simply because of the genres he crossed. But, I mean, there's fucking 30 hits here. to name. He's got 30 top 100 hits, Manny Fresh does. I mean, it's nuts, dude. He was personally behind the, all those guys for 10 years. All of Birdman, Lil Wayne, Juvenile, everybody for 10 years. I mean, he did that entire catalog. Um the only thing I told you this morning was I was like, shit, when do you lose that? Mm-hmm. You know? When do you lose that creativity and you can't do it anymore? Because they both stopped? No, Scott Storch, look, Scott Storch had a ma- massive drug problem. Right. I, I, the well, number he quoted answer. was, it is. And, like, he ended up going, I think he went bankrupt, and then he had this 
start selling beats again to come back. But he was the one because he was dating Paris Hilton for a while, um, uh, for a long time. And uh, Roller. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. Scott, I'm gonna type in his drug money because his what he spent on drugs was some ungodly amount. You're just like, wait, what? Depending on the drug, I'm sure it's pretty easy, though. No. this I'm going to read you this number. Now, this is what he said, okay? Scott Storch says his cocaine addiction made him spend $30 million in six months. <laughs> Don't you think you could do that? I could do that easy. No. Yes. No, dude. Not on drugs. Not on drugs. But if the drugs made me... You know what I'm saying? Oof, thirty million. I could buy dollars? all kinds of things. So he says it was unlike anything I've ever seen in my entire life. Although this is his manager, it, it was unlike anything I've seen in my entire life. Um, historical, it was historical without a question of uh, of of the amount of money he was spending on drugs. That is historical. I I can't name a number like that. Um, so his decline started in 2006, which. The article states that this is arguably oh, his most creative year and his most fruitful year financially. Maybe it was the drugs. You know? Mm-hmm. Maybe it was the, all that coke. Um, at that, in 2006, he had written hits for Beyonce, 50 Cent, The Game, T.I., Chris Brown, Christina Aguilera, Dr. Dre, Nas, Snoop Dogg, Pink. Um, fuck, man. 30 million uh but he came back because uh look he got yes he got arrested for grand theft auto this year whatever um you know what uh, maybe stole a car fell behind on some child support payments but uh let's not let's not forget of of what he did let's not forget that piano part yeah yeah, you know what i mean yeah um so in 2009 that's when he was stealing cars and shit like that's when the the end of it was but he seems I think clean, and he's back on the on the. Well, he was smoking a blunt in the thing, but he was. yeah, I'm sure he is super clean. Um, but as far as weed goes, is that really a drug anymore? Are we doing that, or you know? Um, when you're smoking it the way he was, <laughs> and the size of that blunt, and especially blunts, by the way, if you're not fucking vaping or eating, and you're full on smoking an old school blunt, I think there's other things that you're actually still doing. But I do need Oof. to shout out Craig and Richard and Ruben because they're getting all butt hurt on the boards. Well, look, look, I, Craig, you won yesterday. Yeah. Richard was winning the day before. Now Rick this is Rick's day. won this is Rick's because day. he sent us a bottle booze. of uh, a bottle of Jameson <laughs> engraved, engraved. Uh, nonetheless. Um, um, but, but yeah, and he was getting a little <laughs> bit lit by the end, huh? You could tell, like the way he was talking and stuff. Oh, super yeah. clean. He's definitely on the clean path. I Whatever. Think after he looks he, fine. He seems fine last night. He seems fine. He gave I, the world entertainment. And I am happy about it, but I don't want to confuse that with him being clean. Um, so at his height, like they were saying, how did you blow all of this fortune, right? Um, <laughs> this is a great one. Whoever this manager is, his manager is really fucking funny. He goes, cars and private jets. He goes, private jets are expensive, bro. Please, yeah. leave, leave them alone if you can't afford them. He would take trips to the Riviera on his private jet, which is $250,000 one way. <laughs> I'm talking about 
it was a routine with him. He would just go to the Riviera back and forth on a private jet, and that was a half a million dollars each trip. Um, I'm, I'm saying. And he was taking, you know, 20, 30 people paying for everyone. And uh, yeah, man. Uh, either way, I, look, was it the drugs that made him? Who knows? With all musicians, is it? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess that could be one of the answers to your question, right? Which is like creativity. What happens to the creativity? It depends on what it, what sparked it in the first place. Sometimes it's drugs. Yeah. Sometimes it's like poverty, right? Yeah. Being with the yeah 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 yeah, yeah. in with the people, yeah. trying to fight your way out of something. Yeah. Um, the reason why I talk about and this for so the much, most part being out of touch where it's like once you move into the mansion on the hill, mm -hmm. the hunger, the underdog, wh whatever it was that sparked the creativity in the first place tends to not be there anymore. But but there is people that it doesn't like like Kobe, for example, it, that never changed. That work ethic. He never wasn't changed. a creative person, but he was afterwards. I mean, he won a fucking Oscar. Okay, but I'm not putting Kobe in whatever conversation you're having right now. So he's not a creative person that he either lost it or didn't lose it. You're talking about people like Lil Wayne or these two producers. I would, so, so or... he, he, but I, I, would, I would beg to, to argue this question because in order to stay in sports for that long, in particular the NBA, because of the way your body changes with age, creatively you've got to figure out a way to change your entire game or add something to it year after year. And the things that he was doing with, with the step backs and all that other stuff, like you, you hadn't seen that before. And like, so clearly creatively, as soon as the season was over, he was coming up with other shit. So it's just a different form of, of creativity. The reason I bring it up all the time is like, I, you know, that's my biggest fear of like when you lose it. And, uh, and if you know, um, mm. Oh, okay. We talk about this on the show all the time. Like, you know, when, when is that? And, and my mentor in writing was just like, hey, man, uh, you got about a good 10-year run worth of writing. And then he goes, creatively, you will lose it. And, like, mm -hmm. I don't feel that I have. And I've been writing for much, much longer than that. Um, and neither is he to a certain degree. And he's, he's probably 15 years older than me. And uh, so I think it is possible. But you have to just stay on top of shit. Blow is not one of those things that you can keep up for years and years and years and years. I don't think so. No. I don't think so. No. Yeah. Uh, Lil Wayne, on the other hand, like, so he's, his whole shit is, you know, he's addicted to syrup, right? Mm -hmm. When he had those seizures and he went down on the, the, the plane, a um, friend of ours was producing that video, so we got to hear the, the inside shit on it. And he just said, look, man, he's been trying to get off of it. When he gets off the syrup is when the seizures happen. Because his body is so used to it that it's just, he goes into shock. Mm. And so they've kind of just wrestled back and forth with it between, and when I say them, it, Lil Wayne versus his management team of like, hey man, go to rehab, get this fixed, be under doctor supervision versus no, I want to be creative and keep making music and blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to continue this and maybe die young. Mm. Um, but who knows? His last album sucks. So Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but last night was so fun, man, to watch those two guys. Uh, and again, I think for me personally, it, it was because that's when I moved to Los Angeles. So like, mm -hmm. like when Still Dre came out, 
that was i think i just moved there and it was that song was on the radio every single day and i was just like i felt like i was in los angeles where i was like oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, because you know you hear it of like compton and all this other stuff Mm -hmm. and do west coast rap and then you live there and it's played on the radio every day and you're like yeah dude i fucking live in la now this is awesome yeah um so yeah it, it was uh it meant it meant a lot to i don't know not my childhood i guess but kind of like you know, it was 22 or whatever it was. And all that shit was dope as fuck, man. Yeah. Uh, so it was cool to see the, 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 the two guys who would essentially run the music for 10 years back at it, going back and forth. Because every party you walked into, all of these songs, every party you walked into, every car, um, you know, you didn't have podcaster or, or XM mm-hmm. or any of that bullshit, really. Mm-hmm. So it was just the same. Everybody else had the same five radio stations you did. And it was blaring on everybody's yeah. cars. And you were like, Fuck yeah, dude. It's cool to see those guys go at it last night. Um, and then afterwards, they were super respectful of one another, and they just said, hey, this was a blast. I love you. Please go out and support one another, and you know, we'll try to hop on and do more shit like this. Yeah. We talked about the Tory Lanez thing the other day. Um, maybe it was yesterday. All these days blend together. Um, about him going on his Instagram Live, and it's like, it's not the actors. It really isn't the actors who are shining through this time period. It is no. people with... It's like real talent, talented people <laughs> that have a talent that is um, totally self-contained. Right. So like yeah. you don't need a script to do it. You don't need cam like cameras, lights and a director like no. you are the person and the people that can really sing mm-hmm. are coming out yeah, yeah. and not auto tuned. Yep. People that can really play instruments yeah. are coming out and like. The shit, the people that can produce yeah. music. So that's why these two, it's not Dre and fucking, do you know what I mean? Or like, it's not the artists going back and forth. It's the producers because they're the ones that fucking actually did all the shit, right? Yeah. And the singers, I will say, like the surprising one uh, for me a couple of days ago was actually T-Pain. I did not know that T-Pain has one of the best voices you'll ever hear. He sang like just acapella on uh, Tory Lanez's feet. And I was just like, wait, wait, what? I mean, people were yeah. going ballistic and it was just like, yeah, you didn't need auto tune at all, dude. Like matter of fact, you're better than everyone yeah. else. And it was just like, yeah, but it was just, it just sounds cool. You know, it just sounds cooler. And that was the vibe at that time. Right. But like, he created it. Yeah. He yeah, created I'm that vibe. Saying, yeah, yeah. The guy who created auto tune didn't actually ever need auto tune, which right. is the irony of it where it was like, Ugh. you listen to Kanye, but auto tune was never invented. Half his shit wouldn't work. Three-fourths of it wouldn't work. Oh, yeah. So uh, it's cool to see. that There has been some positive sh- shit out there. Yeah, like if there. you have a studio at your house and you can produce and mix and edit, if you are one of those people, like yeah. you should be making some fucking awesome shit right now. Yeah. If you don't have kids. That ruin everything. If you want me to yeah. answer your question of where the creativity goes. Yep. If you have kids, yeah, it's right out the window. Out the window, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some shine here on 500 Jabes because uh, when we started this show, um, we didn't know how to do a lot of this on our own, mm-hmm. and uh, you figured out you taught yourself how to do sound, mm-hmm. not only sound but sound editing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you figured out the cameras mm-hmm. and shit um, mm-hmm. to shoot these shows. Uh, you actually edit. built the set. Um, along with Jamie, I'm going to give you a shout out today too, Jamie. I think you built that set in the garage. No, the garage, dude. Yeah. 
Oh, did it really? That's right. We so we started off at your studio, right? Doing the video shows for the first time. Fucking a, that's right, dude. And then you built the set in the garage, and then you built the set. Once we got bigger out of the garage, we got a new house, and we had a, a, a like a separate wing, only for podcasts. Um, it wasn't we were a shooting wing. out of there. I mean, <laughs> pretty, pretty, good, pretty goddamn. We didn't big. have a separate wing, you guys. But pretty, it's pretty fucking big. A, but we about, didn't have a mansion. But we definitely had like a huge. We had a frog. Uh, yeah. And our kids. Well, people outside of North Carolina don't know what a frog is. Oh, okay. Well, it should have been above the garage. It, it should have been a square feet. Yeah, yeah. It should have been a playroom. It wasn't. It was our studio. Whatever. Do you mean for most people, it's like their extra room where their kids play or whatever? Yes. And we were like, get out of here. Losers. Yeah, yeah. We're no, we have a playroom for them. Yeah. But um we built that out and then Jamie and Jesse, you guys did that whole set together. Mm-hmm. Um that was the first iteration of no, the first iteration was your studio, then the garage, and then this. But that was the first iteration when we had like amazing like woods and stains yeah, and yeah. all that other stuff. Um and then it was your idea to say, Hey man, a media company I think would be the way um, you and uh, and then Dan had the same idea and then we yeah. all sat together and it was just we like, were in right. separate places though so Dan I yeah. didn't know I had never even met him and he was on the black rifle side being mm-hmm. like media media like anyone who was paying attention to that kind of stuff which I try to do was like you're everyone, the podcast messiah dude I was like, like everyone yeah. it kind of seems like is starting to do these media companies and you kind of it was like the beginning where you would start to see these names under the podcast whereas before there was never that it was just the people who were in it and then you would start to see these companies under and i'm like what the fuck is going on yeah oh yeah 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 yeah. and um what year was it that we were in the garage or what year was it that we like started started in your studio jamie yeah i I, I want to say it's close to four years. And the, the cool part about it is, is like, um, I wonder if I text this to you, can you, can you pop it up at some point during the show, Jamie? Yeah. All right, cool. Sext you. Yeah, I'll sext you. So it was so probably 2015. Right? Yeah. Pull, pull it up. Only See when because, we very first started. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we'll do that. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to put these up for the audience who, who are watching on YouTube. Um, because we just got our numbers. Uh, I'm going to read these aloud to you off my phone um, because this is impressive. This is this is what the media company has oh, now yeah, yeah, yeah. become. Yeah. And we just got these numbers in. Uh, Dringer Bros podcast, number six uh, in the United States as far as sports goes uh, for the month of, of uh, March. Um, Dringer Bros podcast, sports globally, uh, number nine. Dringer Bros podcast, uh, comedy, number 15 in the world. 15. Uh, in, I'm sorry, in the United States. In the United States, number 18 globally in comedy. Ross Patterson Revolution, United States. Um, global comedy, number 72. Drinking Broettes, uh, number 73 in comedy in the United States. Comedy? Yeah, comedy. Whoa. Whoa. Ross Patterson Revolution, uh, news. I like that. I like that we are news. Yeah. It's nice. Look, we, we to, some, to some people. Number 80 <laughs> in the United States. Drinking Broettes, number 89, global comedy. Drinking Broettes, number 93, uh, society and culture in the United States. Look at that. Uh, Ross Patterson Revolution, global news. 
100. Dang, dude. <laughs> and if you don't think we're shadow banned dude. on YouTube, because we only have we only have a couple hundred people usually yeah. watching this, like we're shadow banned on YouTube. That's the big mistake. Audio-wise, these are all audio numbers um, mixed with YouTube and Facebook and some other analytics, I guess, they use. Uh, Drinking Bros Podcast, United States, um, number 105, and that's all podcasts in the United States, 105. Uh, Drinking Bros Podcast Global, all podcasts in the world. Drinking Bros Podcast is number 127. Um, Drinking Broettes is number 134 globally, society and culture. That is, you know, three out of our our seven shows that are in our media company right now. And uh, it's pretty crazy because we just started the media company a year ago, almost to the day. Like we're, we're right around that, that period uh, a year ago to the day, which is crazy for that. Um, we started Ross Patterson revolution, I think four years ago as of, I know it was in February. I know the launch was in February. Four years ago. Yeah. Four years ago. Okay. 2015. Uh, maybe it was, no, maybe it was, Three no, years ago. because February 23rd of what year, though? 2017, yeah. So we're 2017, 18, 19. Yeah. Fuck. That's crazy, 2017? man. 2017? Yeah. Because we dropped 10 at the, at the same time, so February 23rd. I remember it was right, right like on your birthday. How nuts is that? That's crazy. Yeah. I'm doing this for yeah, a while. Yeah, because, yeah. Because it couldn't be 2015 only because then Jax would be like a baby. And yeah, I know yeah, he yeah. was like able to chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That's crazy, man. How nuts is that? Um, then, songs that were big around that time. Yeah. What are they? <laughs> Shape of You. Do you remember Shape of You? Shape of You. I'm not with the Shape of You. Oh, God. I hate that song. <laughs> I would never strangle bait to that song. No? And I wouldn't. I wouldn't do Sign it. Sign of the Times. Remember this? Harry Styles? Yeah. Just I, a crime. crime. Love, love, love. my favorite um, thing to do. Sign of the Times uh, by yeah. Harry Styles, actually. I do, I, I, I do love that song. It's great. I, fuck, I just heard that like last week, remember? I got in the car and that just fired up and I was yeah. like, Yeah, and you were like, crazy. Yeah, because my iTunes has this weird thing and whenever I plug it into CarPlay, it goes wherever it goes, and there's like 14,000 songs that I've downloaded over the years. So, like, it's always something weird every single day. Um, ironically, today it was uh, Back That Ass Up by Juvenile. It was. It was Manny Fresh. It was Manny Fresh. I feel like my phone is living my life. If so, that's fine. You Ed can listen Sheeran. to me. Ed Sheeran was huge at that time when we started. God, uh, and he's not anymore, and I'm, every, I'm really amped about that. I know. Everything was – remember the castle – Castle on the hill. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that's not the right. I'm on my, my way. I I hate, I hate Ed Sheeran, but I like that song. I'll on give. the castle on the hill. Yep. Ooh, he, he totally got it. Um. Meow, meow, meow. Yeah. Waffle House waitress. Uh. Oh, me and my Waffle House waitress. God damn, dude. That's right. We made that three years ago. There's no way you can play that right now yeah, on this thing. Put it on. Well, shit. Put it in the show too if you want. I don't give a shit. Um, that's crazy. So you can just put that in the feed. That was three years ago. Wow. 
Wow, oh, dude. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Um, you edited this too, right? This song no, I didn't goes out to all my Waffle House waitresses all over the world. Because I like my waffles fresh. Right? Not. Ago. Me and my Waffle House waitress, we getting naked. My order ends with a side of bacon. I can't take it the way she wears her apron. A paper hat makes me go in. My Waffle House waitress, we getting naked. My order ends with a side of bacon. I can't take it the way she wears her apron. A paper hat makes me go Got a bed, had on my head, it's time to stop my mama. Jump in my cheek, the Waffle House, you know my mind is zoning. Peek through the window and I see my favorite way to smile. And hand up country ham and eggs for a little while. I grab my favorite table and then she comes and greets me. She got some OJ and some coffee and that famous sweet tea. After she takes my order, she chases side to side. But unlike the anthem, I cap and nick my jeans slowly rise. She blows a kiss and walks away and then I piece my chef. This ain't the grotto and the mansion but i feel like hell and when i see them sausages sizzle that scissor or drizzle i want them petty meals from texas in my solar plexus Some college dudes rolling in two, and you know they lit. They started hitting on her. They acting real uncouth. Now I'm about to go John Wilkes on that booth. She shakes her head and says, Ross, you ain't that type of fellow. There ain't no fighting at the black and yellow, black and yellow. So I just nod my head, give them the evil eye. Channel my inner rage into a slice of a Maggie's eye. When my brain is scattered, she smothers and double covers me. Late night after work, she brings me home the bacon, chicken, cheese. And if I'm feeling sick and I start to get illy, she'll cook up a pot of birds, best bowl of chili. Me and my waffle house waitress, we get naked. I order eggs with a side of bacon. I can't take it the way she wears her apron. A paper hat makes me go Yeah. Um, a lot of these, I look, I've been pretty fortunate. All the songs that I've done, mm-hmm. I can't name one that failed, like out, like outwardly failed. One of those right. rap songs. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because we were doing so for everybody at home. We were doing these uh, sketches too to promote the show as well. Yeah. Um. So people would tune in. You edited, shit. You edited a couple of them, man. A lot of them. The Jolly Rancher. Oh, one. yeah. Zeman Jollies. We'll play that later. And the lobster. lobster. Did you do the Red Lobster video, Red too? Red Lobster video, Shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and you have sh- 
you've never edited nothing before. Like you just Mm-mm. learned to do this, Mm-mm. which is crazy. Why I said, dude, I want to give you a lot of shine. Oh, it is thanks. hard just to pick up sound editing, <laughs> video editing. But like, it's amazing. Because you've never ed- done it. No, I've never done it. And I would never even, even my friends now are like, you don't even know how to Google. So how are you? Yeah like doing all this shit but it's the same with anything i can you can equate it to anything that you have to do for your family if you're put into a corner like this is what you got to do like you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. but i mean right it, we were just promoting a show like our family wasn't put into a corner obviously but like um, no but like if we were gonna do the show yeah we had i to promote had it. to do it yeah yeah you had to do it <laughs> i had to do the sound i had to do it because it wasn't absolutely you know what i mean yeah so, yeah, we'll play that later for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, J- Jamie was like, hey, man, I got Zima and Jada's pull up. We'll, we'll play that later for sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, man, shit. You, you learned how to do, do all of this stuff. Do. You do what you got to do. Yeah. And then. Uh, and it goes back to what we talk about as far as like loving what you do and following your passion. Right. Yeah. And I hate that quote so much, but we love doing this every day. And therefore, it's like, all right, cool. You give it your all. You don't really think about it. We've had some fights. <laughs> <laughs> for sure like for real like it's it's hard because you and i talked about this last night actually um when we got in bed where it was like man everybody says they're married i'm married to my best friend to do this every day to go to work with somebody every day and then go home and hang i mean and to be we're with each other probably 80 percent of every single day <sighs> coronavirus coronavirus um, so yeah uh it's a lot it's a lot yeah we were just talking about it with Buff Cookie on Broettes because she has a company with her husband as well. So oh, it's like, what'd she, what'd she say? Ready Gunner. It's the same kind of thing. Like, you, I forget if they said they went to therapy, but I think I was talking to them, like, I think we need to at some point. And I know a lot of people that do when they work together because you need to learn how to separate things. But, like, honestly, at this point, we can't it separate it. Time. Like, we talk about stuff at, at, work and mm-hmm. then when we get home we have to kind of like go over the stuff that happened at work and yeah. then watch something stupid and go to sleep and i'll, and I'll try all to like a, a couple years ago i tried to unplug of just like hey man i'm just gonna leave my phone either plugged yeah. into the charger or whatever um is a lot of my friends i remember you looked at my phone one day and you're like you have 473 unchecked unread text, text messages. messages i said look i, I don't have enough time and i would rather spend time with family and things like that and like i feel like a shitty friend where i'm just like hey man i just don't check them that much um there's look there's all the people we work with every day yeah i check those where it's just like all right in case this is important but uh everyone else i just kind of breeze through and so if i have not texted you back there's a reason for that and uh, uh even like dakota called me last night like you know dakota's one of my great friends and I didn't call him back until 1130 at night because, hey, man, you're asleep. Kids are down. That way I feel like I've had time with everyone. And then because I'm up late, so I'm like, all right, cool. I'll call you back. Yeah. Um, And we had a nice chat at fucking 1130 at night. Is he up late? Yeah. Yeah. Most creative people are where if you're constantly working on shit or thinking about shit, like you're up late. And, um, you know, all of this week I've been writing the third same James book at night until late. And, uh. Yeah, there's days where you're dragging. And like today was was one of them where I was like, shit, I had to get up for this MRI. I had to get a brain MRI. Um, I might have a tumor. 
We don't know. We're, we're, we're going to find out. Yep. Uh, that's a fun, flirty thing. Soup's fun. And uh, I was not prepared for the noises and all that shit. You guys had said, like, Alec, had, you, you had had one, and you were talking about how loud it is. I did not know it was like that. It is definitely not like you see in the movies, where they just slide you in and, Mm-mm. oh, we're going to scan your brain real quick. Don't worry. It sounded like fucking German World War II sirens at one point. It sounded like... Uh, fucking djs scratching records you were just like Mm -hmm. jesus christ man um and then there's like a little drummer boy tap in between them and you're like oh that's a fun thing and then it goes into and you're like what am i doing in here yeah uh and then they pull you out halfway through they're like we got to give you this injection full of dye and that'll show up you know whatever the fucking tumors are or masses or whatever they're calling sure um and uh so you get that they, they jam you back sure, into the machine they were pretty sure you had one huh no i don't they don't know i don't know um i've had these crazy headaches like behind my right or left eye um I, what what they think it is when this is what i think it is is uh they, they said i've got too much cortisol um and i guess cortisol is caused by stress and i have a hard time accepting and hearing that because it's like look man the world is stressful. I don't know anybody in the world that doesn't have stress. So what the fuck? Like why? Mm-hmm. I'm not any different than anyone else stress-wise, I, I would think. Um, therefore, like why do- I keep it pretty chill myself. You do. Yeah, you're the fucking queen of chill. <laughs> last night, you were just like, yo. What? <laughs> what did you say to me last night when we were what Ozark? did I say? I forget. You were like, oh, with J- Jason Bateman. <laughs> Well, he said something, and you go, "Oh, thank God, he's back." He was being a little bitch, bitch dude. Yeah. But you know, they're doing the thing with Ozark. If I can, um, kind of cut you off about your tumor really quick. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Of what course, they're doing, of what they're doing with, with Ozark. Yeah, is, you remember what go they ahead. did with Breaking Bad? Yep. Do you remember what they did with Breaking Bad? Where like they changed. The bad guys would change every season where it was like. Or for the man to the wife, the husband to the wife. Husband to the wife, Jesse to, uh, what the fuck? White to Walter, you know, and they would all like everyone would take different roles and step back and blah, blah, blah. So that's what they were doing with Ozark where it's like last season. It was the wife becoming more successful. And in the beginning of this, she was like, had his balls in a vice, right? Yeah. And then he got whatever happened and he like switched back and i was like there he is yeah that's right bitch yeah and because people ask all the time if jesse's really like this in real life and i was like yeah dude we're watching the show last night right before we turned it on we were talking about episode 500 and like i was saying how proud of you i was and all this stuff and then we i don't remember you saying that yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, we did. yeah. We were talking about, like, being best friends and stuff. And yeah. I was all, shut up, bitch, my show's on. Uh, yeah. And so <laughs> Ozark comes on. In the middle of the show, you go, yeah, Jason Bateman's finally done there being he a is. little bitch. I think I was all, there he is, there he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was right? like, yo, watching fucking Ozark at 10. I know, but hey. Um, so, yeah, you are like that. but um, um, And pretty much try and keep stress at bay but then what does happen is it inevitably will come on me like a avalanche because i've just pushed everything off pushed it away for so long that when it does hit me where it's like kind of hitting me today yeah yeah it's just like crushing 
So it's like, I don't know what's better is to like have an even keel of stress all the time like you do. Because that's what you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or to kind of like be chill until the absolute moment where you don't, where you can't anymore, right? Yeah. I don't know what the right way is. But anyways, so tumor, huh? Uh, what they said is they were checking for, what they're checking for is this thing called Cushing syndrome. That's what they are checking for with the MRI? Correct. Oh, um, okay. And it's, uh, what it is, is it's like too much cortisol. And they can either put you on some like hardcore, like, cortisol medication like blockers or they can physically go in if you have a like a tumor built up and then mm-hmm. remove it mm-hmm. um so we'll see what that is but uh what what it is is it causes like puffy cheeks all the mm-hmm. time which you know i started getting a couple of years ago and then like you carry weight in your stomach but like nowhere else and you have lost appetite and like i only eat like once a day um so <laughs> did you get coronavirus last night i'm saying i i honestly do not know right now okay um either way i need like um for 500 you've something she's dying uh what do you need tissues tissue or something toilet paper toilet paper from the bathroom for her grab me a roll i don't want to like piss anybody off but i have wasting toilet toilet paper paper. on your beak um yeah and just throw it to me yeah um but uh yeah so we'll see what what this is and what they're gonna do and and everything else, but uh, you know, I, I obviously don't want to get a fucking surgery done. I don't have time for that. So just give me a fucking blocker. I'm one of those people where I'm like, just whatever drugs you have, let's throw them down the old, uh, the old Ooh. ombre here, and yeah. uh, and move on with our our lives. For right, it. right, right. Um, because I'm very much a let's just keep the show goes on. Sure. Let's keep it all going. Um. Whereas Jesse's probably going to get the entire studio infected on uh, I'm not. I'm not. Whatever it is. What I'm do you think not. it is? Allergies? Um, yeah. Everything's, why, why do white women get allergies? Everything's like, in bloom <laughs> right now. <laughs> there happy are, 500, everyone. <laughs> the evolution of white people is, is basically what this is. Like, you can just see it happening. As women get older, they do turn into noseblowers, huh? Just a constant nose blower. Just uh, Kleenex in purses, pockets, everything. Just right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I keep it right here, right? (laughs) It's the allergies. My mom, too. And I was like, I know. I don't remember my mom ever having allergies as a kid. And I'm like, wow. Now, you know, white women, you know, it's crazy. Oh, I mean, the let's talk about Ozark again. Yeah. Laura Linney from Ozark. Yeah. Last season, (laughs) gorgeous. Could could have been forty. Could have been you know thirty eight. I have no idea. Yeah. This season sixty. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's so quick. It's, it's such a quick turn. Yeah. Um. Waffle House waitress. Not that long ago, she looks young and spry. Who? She. Me. Yeah, you. Yeah. You're talking about yourself. Uh huh. Yeah. And now she has jowls. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like it's so quick, you guys, and it's not a gradual thing. It's not a gradual thing. It's like show four ninety nine. Yeah, gorge. <laughs> show five hundred. She's sixty five years old, and her rollerblades still haven't come. Oh shit! You want to tell everybody I got uh, the gift I got you mm. for five hundred? You got me. You got me a boombox, a Bluetooth, an old LED, but an old school, old school <laughs> silver, silver boombox, boombox. <laughs> it's exactly what you're picturing in your mind right now at home. 
That's what I got her. And, that and thing, it's exactly what I want. So it was supposed to come on Friday, and I was amped about it. I was just like, hey, man, I got you this gift, and it's awesome, and I just want to say thank you and blah, blah, blah. And you uh, are so sweet. I come home. You are very sweet, I have to say. Thank you. As hardcore as you are yeah. and as much of a dick as people think you are. I, I definitely am, but. No. You are <laughs> to everyone but me. It's crazy. So, like, just be clear. He's nice to one person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Anyways. Um, but, but this. so I come home last night. It, and was we're er, it had come early, and you guys are all blasting it in the house, and Fugees. I was just like, oh, shit, you, it came. You didn't call me because I, I was still at work. Yeah, like, well, because I never know if you're recording or whatever. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. But, uh. And we were, actually. We were recording. Yeah. yeah. So I just put on some Fuji's, which your son has really great taste in music. He does. To for a five-year-old. For a five-year-old. Five um, he wanted to hear Asher Roth, Last Man Standing, which is like a B-side obscure. It's a banger, though. It's a slapper for sure, yeah, but yeah. it's not a common song that you no, would not pick. No, not at all. Um, and Fuji's. Yeah. You know what I started doing on YouTube is uh, when I look at songs to see their popularity like in the world, mm. there's certain songs that are super famous to me, like Last Man Standing to me, super famous because I was playing it all the time. And right, then I, I went, uh, yeah, I flipped it on YouTube and I was like, how many views does this have? And it had like two and a half million. And I was like, mm-hmm. motherfucker, that video I posted about Trump the other day got half a million views. Like, um, right. And I figured it was bigger. Um, but yeah, I'll go. Beastie Boys still have it, by the way. They're, they're in the millions. Oh, for sure. On, and yeah, and he loves Beastie Boys, which is awesome. Like Kid Cudi. So yeah, his musical cool. taste he's is crazy. Cool. It's crazy. But it was cool to to come home and see a boom box yeah. set up in our living room just and, like, blasting the, tunes. The LED yeah, lights the line, go up the to the songs and stuff. It's super cool. Yeah. It's not it's an it's an interesting gift. I don't know if anyone else would like it as much as I do, but it was awesome. Well, I know this about you. You like to listen to music like uh, during dinners and around the house. And I got you a record player, like an old school vinyl record player a few years ago. And it's awesome, but it's not that loud. Yeah, but um, I figured out like the speakers that I uh, put up, put on the boombox, I can also put on the record player. It's just... We don't have great record shops here in Wilmington. Well, they're hard to find. You they're know? hard to find. Amoeba's still open if it makes it through this nonsense. But like places like that, right, where you can go and find literally Amoeba, anything yeah, you want. But Amoeba in L.A. is kind of the last of it. There used to be a, uh, fuck, a Capitol Records. There's in Ventura. Like, there's a lot, but it's just. I, I'm sorry, a Tower Records. Remember that Tower Records on the corner yeah. of. Uh, on Sunset and uh, shit. It was right across from Red Rocks Bar. Um, either way, they used to have cool shit that, that shut down. Amoeba yeah. is the last man standing. And there's right. a rumor that even Amoeba was going out of business. So Yeah, I believe yeesh. that. And I'm not sure if they can make it through whatever this is. No. They're one of, it's, it was hanging on, I think. And that, that piece of real estate that Amoeba's on on yeah, Sunset right there is yeah. crazy expensive. Even, look, the House of Blues on Sunset sold yeah. to become condos. Yeah. And that was a goddamn concert venue, and and they sold it to make uh, make condos there. So yeah, I don't know. That's that's one of my biggest fears throughout all of this is all the businesses that'll go away. Um, on the drive in, I saw a a bunch of people 
making creative signs to let them know like you can get takeout or you can still mm-hmm. order from us or we're still open. Mm-hmm. And it made me sad, man. There I was know. there was one with like a, a paint truck. I, I don't know. I've never been in this place. I didn't really know it existed, but it was just called Mike's. And apparently it's a restaurant. And mm. on the drive in, they had a like a white paint van outside and they had just literally spray painted on a, a sheet, like a bed sheet. Hey, here is our phone number. We are still open for mm-hmm. takeout. Please order takeout. And I was just like, fuck, man. Yeah. Um, and that sucks because that's going to happen more and more and more. Uh, you know, looking at the jobless numbers that came out today, or the unemployment that was filed, 6.6 million Americans filed for unemployment last week. Mm-hmm. Um, the week before was 3.3 million, and that was the highest in the history of our country. We just doubled that in a week, and that is now the new highest number. And I, I, I can only imagine that that number is going to go up. Many of them, by the way, California is the one that's leading the way in that. Um, and I can tell you from the Hollywood side, especially a town like Los Angeles that is built on the entertainment industry, mm. all of the agencies across the board, uh, mine included, um, have shut down to half staff. And the half staff that is left, they are taking half their paycheck. Um, the assistants are off. They are laid off, but they're getting a third of their paycheck. And they said they hope to rehire everybody afterwards. but we're a long ways away from that. And uh, we had Tyler uh, Kornack on the show. I'm going to give him a shout out on this show today because he was on Drinking Bros last night. Um, he's got a new movie called Butt Boy coming out on April 14th. It is, if you don't follow Tiny Cinema on Instagram, it is the best Instagram. They, are the, they make the funniest videos. It is a full movie within 60 seconds, and beginning, middle, and end. It's a group of these guys. They're not really that famous. We are all gigantic, gigantic fans of them. Someone out there in the world gave them like a million dollars or a million and a half dollars to make a full length feature out of one of their sketches. Mm. And it's about a man who jams things up his ass. He's addicted to jamming things up his ass. And over the course of his life, all of these things Mm -hmm. end up in there. But they play it completely straight like it is a drama. So the whole thing is kind of like a whodunit. Because there's a child that goes missing and this, this guy had stuffed a child up his asshole. Um, but the whole thing is played like a 100% complete drama. Mm -hmm. So when you see it, you're going to die, laugh, like die of laughter because it, it, I will say with these guys though, I know that sounds like stupid, da da da, but like they are so funny that somehow it's going to work and I'm still going to watch it. It is man. And like, if you pull up their trailer, uh, we put it, I think we put it in the middle of last night's show when he was on, on drinking bros. Um, they're geniuses, man. And uh, I've been waiting for this movie to come out forever. Because the last time they were on the show was last March. Um, and they had just finished post-production. And then it ended up going to Fantastic Fest, getting in. It got rave reviews. The reviews have been lights out for this movie across the board. Like, there's 80 of them. And um, I'm so amped for this movie. And he said, hey, man, I'll send you a screener. I was like, no, don't. I, I, I want to buy your movie and support you. Like, so mm-hmm. when it comes on demand... I'm going to buy that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I said, where do you want to direct everybody? He said, send them to Amazon Prime. So what we'll do is we'll rent it on Amazon Prime the night that it comes out on the 14th and, and have Amazon a mini party. Amazon Prime or Amazon? It, both. I, I think you have to have Prime to buy movies off of Amazon, right? No, they have to. No. Oh, you don't? So you can just buy movies off of Amazon? Yeah. Okay, But um, streaming them will be a, a different story. But I, Prime means that they're free. If you have Prime membership, oh no 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 you you have to you're pay gonna for this. pay yeah. for so it. You're, it's, uh, it's on Amazon. Pay for it, um, rent yeah. it or buy it. I'm just gonna buy it, and uh, I'm looking 
So looking forward to this movie. Really fucking amped. Maybe we'll have our projector by then. Maybe I don't. We we definitely can't show that in front of the neighborhood. Um, it won't be in front of the neighborhood. It's in our backyard. It is, but uh, our we've got a few neighbors that literally face oh, us. Oh, that older like, Indian couple behind us. I can yeah. yeah, I can watch like what they're watching on TV, and I I, I judge them by what they're watching on TV because I can see it oh. through the backyard. Um, well, yeah, they watch a lot of CNN. It's like jeez. Very early too. I know when I was like it's on all day. up with the baby it's on all day. back in the day when he was like up every hour. Yeah. They would they'd be watching it like at three, four, five in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. So uh if you're at the end of your cues on you know, Netflix, Hulu, all that shit, go out and get Butt Boy on, on April fourteenth. It's gonna be fucking awesome. Looking forward to that. Uh we get some sponsors, Japes. Oh my gosh! Pay for this whole show to be we on the air. We haven't even gotten to sponsors. Who cares? Episode five hundred. We do what we want. We do what we want. Uh, first and foremost, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Twenty five percent off, Japes. Loving it. Everything in the entire store. Loving it. Mattresses, pillows, sheets, uh, covers. Uh, the adjustable bases are fifty percent off. Um, and you get two free pillows when you get a mattress. Alec, you always leave during sponsors. Where do you go? Oh, to, to, you take a piss. That's nice of you. You know? To I would, piss. I would figure a young strapping man at 22 can, could hold could it hold in. it for a show. No. But... I, you like to be in comfort all the time. That's nice. Good for you. He does Good love to you, be in, in comfort all the time. He does. He does. Um. He's not lying about that. <laughs> Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. You get two free pillows with the mattress. And look, I know people are laid off and all that other shit. Um, their 36-month their, their pay-as-you-go program uh, has no interest on it, and it's still applicable with all of these deals. So therefore, um, it knocks it down to like 20 bucks a month. So if, you, if this quarantine really is lasting through, and I'm looking at the comments here, through the summer, through a lot yeah. of the summer, a lot, a lot of it's um, – I know a doctor in Ohio says it'll peak in May. Ugh. Uh, who knows? You might as well be in comfort because you're spending a lot of time in bed. And uh, do it. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today and get them deals. Dills, dills, dills. Next up, we've got keeps.com forward slash revolution. Come on now. Why not just Come on use now. this time? You know, guys can do this. Girls can for really. keeps. But use this time to kind of experiment, better yourself, yeah, better your life. Come out of the quarantine a better person than you were. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm about done with this quarantine 15 thing. It's not making me feel good. Yeah, right. So I might try and um actually work on myself. Good for you. You know. Yeah. Maybe like do like a hair treatment. Why not? Some kind of something with the nails, the skin. If, you're if a, I was a dude, if I you're would, a dude out there, yeah, because like, start some kind of look. This this keeps thing is is rad. It keeps the hair that you have. Ninety uh, percent of the people. And this is this is what they said. Ninety percent of the people keep their hair. I've been using it. I talked about it on a show, and then they they reached out and said, "Hey, man, we'll sponsor you, but you got to try it and you got to stay on it." And I was like, "All right, cool. I'm in." That's k e e p s dot com forward slash revolution keeps.com forward slash revolution right now they're giving a 30-day free trial away uh so it's free i'm not asking you to buy anything just go there uh order it and uh and it keeps the hair that you got if you're bald you're not going to regrow your hair i'm just going to be honest with you i don't think that it's a 
No, you're not no. a chia pet. It's not like that. It's but the one teeth there that you have and uh, bulk it up a little bit, you know. Right, but if you go to the site, you can talk to a doctor. He'll tell you all, like, and it's quick. You can it's chat like with a doctor yeah. if you will, and he'll tell you exactly which formula you need to get. There's like three different kinds. Yep. You'll tell him exactly what you're dealing with, and you won't have to see or talk to anyone in person. That's great. And they ship it right to your house. So go to keeps.com forward slash revolution. Again, three of uh, a free 30-day trial on that. Strikeforceenergy.com is up boom, next. Boom, 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 boom. Shabloinkers. So Strikeforce Energy has been with us for all 500 episodes. That's true. It's crazy. They have supported us from the beginning. So is straightrazors.com. Um, true. And uh, they've been with us throughout all 500. And um, it tells you two things. One, that people love the product because it's obviously doing well that they keep sponsoring us mm-hmm. um, all this time. That you guys are buying it. And I think you and are. You Everywhere it. we yeah. go, we do see you guys. With Strike Force. With Strike Force and, and straight razors. And I know a bunch of everybody's got like engraved straight razors and all that stuff. And like. Uh, everybody talks to me about the smolder uh, and all that stuff for straightrazors.com, but uh, strikeforceenergy.com has been with us since the get-go. Here it is. Tasty, tiny little tin pouch uh, that you rip open and squeeze into every liquid available. Everything. Boom. Goes in there and uh, keeps you going longer than five-hour energy. I can tell you that, Japes. Oh, yes, it does. Boom. I would start with a half a pack, just FYI. Yeah. 10-pack, 40-pack, 750-milliliter bottle. They, again, they ship right to your house, and it's cheap as shit. Um, it's way cheaper than buying, like, Monster or some bullshit, or Red Bull. And uh, you, you can just keep it with you in your pocket. You don't have to do anything. Uh, it's great. One of the best in the biz. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com, promo code REVOLUTION. Um, and they ship everywhere in the entire world, so you can get that everywhere. And then StraightRazors.com, man. Um, Jabes, I don't know how long you've been doing this. The whole time, right? I don't know. Maybe episodes? not 400 probably. I yeah. think I started. Yeah. Gordon Wag- Wagner would be able to tell me. Shout better, out to Gordon but, Wagner. Yeah. Our our day one homies. He's always writing the time code for these and all the videos. I know. Go ahead, give it to us, Shapes. Ooh, that's a clean cut. Smooth. Oh, you right? Ah. Yeesh. Uh. Ugh, it really gets in there. Uh, yeah. Oh. Ooh, coronavirus. You're going to get a dry cough from that one. Uh, StraightRazors.com has been with us through the uh, entire uh, duration of the show. A guy named Luke Webster owns that company, and um, he's fucking hilarious in real life, and he's just cool. Like He owns a bunch of like cool brands. Um, this happens to be one of them, and uh, I love their products. He always gets on my ass because I buy my own. I buy all the products myself. And he'll always, every single time without fail, he'll be like, dude, you don't have to buy the product. Like, I'll send them to you. And I was like, no, man, I love them. I'm going to support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I know, but we sponsor you. And I was like, I don't care, dude. I'll buy my own shit. I do that for everything, by the way. I don't really ask anybody for anything. Uh, and he's a, a wonderful human being, um, probably better than I will ever be. Uh, he's got a huge family, loves his, his wife and kids more than life itself, and uh, he has a great company. If you've not purchased anything from straightrazors.com, it's, it's some of the nicest shaving shit you'll ever have on the planet, and uh, I'm unbelievably grateful to you, Luke, uh, for sponsoring us for 500 episodes. Um, you took a, a flyer on this show um, 
I know we did some work together on Drinking Bros in the past. He took a flyer on the show from episode one, and it has grown into this. A huge, huge hit. Yeah, we're, we're over 2 million audio <laughs> listeners now. Yeah, I mean, for real. Like, we're over 2 million audio listeners now. And, um, you know, the video, we're shadow banned on YouTube, so it is what it is. Um, it only kicks out to a certain amount of people. But um, you've been there since day one, man. And um, I'm grateful because to pay for all of this shit, you have to have sponsors on your show or else you cannot do it. It's, just, it's impossible. If you're just a normal human at home who's tried to start a podcast, you know that. Um, but uh, the sponsors are the ones that keep the lights on. So thank you to straightrazors.com. Support them. Promo code REVOLUTION, 20% off, which is a big, big savings there, Jabes. Ooh, Ooh you ooh, like to big, save? Big, big savings there. Do you like to save? Uh, let's get into to April Fool's Day because we talked about this yesterday, how much we hate it. Um, now that this is over with, I think we got pranked, and I'm going to use air quotes on that twice yesterday. Yeah. Both of them I, I hated. I don't love a prank. Hate it. I think people that pull pranks, like as their thing, <laughs> are a nightmare. <laughs> right? Yeah. I, look, whenever I see, like, cause I used to see all those old videos of, of Clooney, and everybody would describe him. How do you describe George Clooney? Oh, he's just a real prankster. prankster. Translation? He's an annoying older guy yeah. that we have to pretend to like because he's fucking George <laughs> Clooney. But really, behind the scenes, everyone was like, yeah, that was super funny. Yeah. He you puts know? Uh, Vaseline on toilets and seats. And uh, like that. All kinds of fun stuff that like, if you're busy, pranks. Yeah. Yep. No, thank no, you. No, 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 no. Don't have time for don't have time for the cleanup on any of those either. Thank you. Um. So we had, we had two, oh, oh, thank, I really got you, didn't I? Thankfully, we only had two yesterday. I try to avoid the internet altogether on April Fool's Day because I don't want to hear or see any of it and be like April Fools. Uh, the only thing that was hilarious about yesterday was Takashi Six Nine got out on April Fools, and if he didn't, go, it was real or it wasn't real. It was real. Mm-hmm. Um. It, he That's went, the thing is that you're like, is it real? I mean, I don't know. He went live on Instagram or Twitter or whatever the fuck it was. And uh, so it, it was real. And I was, but everybody was like, wait, is this fake? Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, he's out and that happened. But uh, only two people pranked us. And I was like, God damn it. You thought one was real. I thought one was real. The and other I got one was. At you for believing it. Yeah, but anyway, that's another story we won't really get into. Um, oh! It's like you're better than this. Yeah. Um, Did something just shock you mid-sentence? Yeah, that, like a, bu- oh, like a, a bug bee? came. Yep. Like a bee. Nowhere near it. Is there bees in We're here? locked into a freezing cold There's studio. There's some kind of there like flowers no... and pollen and bees around me right now. James. You know what I mean? 500 might be the last one, kids. <laughs> might be the last I'm one turning. we have. I'm turning. 500 doesn't it sound like <laughs> um i'm just turning into a, an old lady no i got one from a grown-ass woman that was like hey i'm pregnant what am i gonna do about it yeah, yeah, yeah. what the fuck yeah and i was like what what yeah wow yeah and then and then she said at least i tried today and i was like i, I mean don't have to try. did you though <laughs> or was it the opposite of trying, right? No, I don't. Danny know. McBride actually had a funny one. Well, he's Danny the McBride only just got one and, and talked in the camera and, and told he a talked really in the camera story. and he said, I played a really funny joke on my kids. He goes, I said, School's <laughs> back, school's back, guys. You got to get up, you got to get ready. They got ready for school. I drove them 
to their school and I said, April Fool's. Your school is not opening. You're never going to see your friends in person again. And we all had a great laugh. And I was like, now that is what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, but it doesn't affect anyone else. No, no, no. Like, no one's getting pranked yeah. besides his kids, which I think that's awesome. And any prank that you do to your kids is warranted, right? It is. It is. But uh, Any prank. But man, to adult to adult pranksters. It. Can't stand it. And people think, because we're comedians, that they're like, oh, they must love it. It's like, no, dude. No, uh-uh. I don't. Uh-uh. I want to see Butt Boy. I want to see that. Like that's that's the the laughter that I need and will enjoy. Not a prank. Don't put a whoop- whoopee cushion down. You know. I mean, yeah. I mean, none of it. A whoopee cushion may be funny, but like, yeah, just any any of that. Uh, we got some any breaking news here. Um, the Democratic National Convention has been pushed from uh, July thirteenth to August seventeenth. Boy, I really hope that is not a sign of how long this is going to go on. Wait, it's got pushed to what? August 17th from July 13th. What day? Oh, the Democratic Democratic Uh, Convention. That means they don't think we're going to be out of this by July. Oh, boy. Um, That is really hard to take in. Uh, My God, man. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Um, I, look, Biden got on yesterday, and, you know, uh, look, clearly I lean a certain way politically. Um, but I, I also will, if people do the right thing on either side, I will fucking give them some props. Biden yesterday, man, he had an interview, and he just, they, they were talking to, to him about, you know, politically how he's going to attack Trump and all this other shit. And he goes, I'm not. Like, we're, we're in a pandemic here, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't think he goes, I don't think it's appropriate to be going after de- Republicans or Democrats during a time like this. No. And I saw a couple commercials on TV today. But the, but and so and, 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 and yes. So if you see those commercials and this is what I wanted to talk about this today, if you see those commercials. Those are paid for by the Democratic National mm-hmm. Convention or committee, not Biden himself. Like he doesn't have any really pull over that. Um, yeah. They just kind of do it. I'm sure if he catches one on TV or whatever, he'll be like, what the fuck, guys? Um, but uh so far, both sides have been like, hey, man, let's just kind of chill out on this and just figure it out. Mm-hmm. He also said yesterday, he goes, look, be pre- prepared for mail-in ballots or virtual voting. Um, he goes, I don't, I don't know if it's appropriate yeah. to ask people to get into large groups. Now, the thing that scares me about that is that's in November. Mm. November 3rd. Yeah, I, I like audibly gasped uh, across mm. the room. That would be crazy, but I mean... You would have to figure Biden and those guys know more than we do. And to throw even throw that out in an interview yesterday Mm-mm. says a lot of like, hey, man, be prepared for yeah. this and, and what's going to happen because, uh, you know, we might be in for it. And look, for Trump, it, it only helps him because then people don't have to go like you don't have to deal with the grandstanding and the back and forth and the fucking snipiness of, mm-hmm. of all of this shit like there's somebody trying to become president versus somebody who's already president and for somebody like biden to come out and say hey man i don't think a lot of this shit is appropriate right now is bernie would never fucking do shit like you know hillary wouldn't um no hillary's been going full bulls on parade against mm-hmm. trump on on her twitter and it's like why you're not running you're not is in that office where your energy is best served, it's best right, served now. right now it's, it's crazy to me but uh so biden showed shown a lot of class throughout this and you know that's it's rare 
And uh, I'll, I'll give him props for that because you could have gone full nuclear the other way and just said, everything's fucked because of this guy. And it's like, it's not. I, whoever's in office couldn't stop this shit. Right. So it was cool to see that interview yesterday with Biden where I was just like, all right, finally. There's somebody out there who's just like, there's something bigger than politics right now. Let's just kind of focus on that. Yeah, it's really. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. really unnerving to see commercials about how Trump is handling this when it's like not even over. <clears throat> so it, the money over, that was spent on that commercial could, could have, have been, gone to, to yeah. help people like yeah. don't do it. Yeah. I haven't seen any Republican ads being run against the Democrat. Like, don't spend your money on that right now. Spend your money on this other shit. And, and since we're giving out props today, I'm going to continue down the list because we're trying to do more things that are positive and upbeat rather than. Hey, man, just here's going to depress you the rest of your life. Like, go ahead and add to it. That's why we're going live every day. So everybody's got entertainment shit. Right. Uh, Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots, um, uh, he sent his plane over, his private jet, to pick up 1.2 million masks from China. Um, So he sent his private jet over to China. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a If you look at it online, the Patriots jet is massive. Um, And uh, (laughs) they brought 1.2 million masks over there. Sent it for free, didn't charge anything, and just said, hey, man, the masks are sitting there. We've got to, instead of dip bickering and- He famously loves a- An Asian massage, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so was he on the plane? I don't know. You know, I don't know. Either way- Either way, you did single. good. He's single. He's single. He's old and single. If you want to get jacked off um, by an Asian masseuse, you, sh- you should have the right to. Booth, One, you should be. you should have the right to. Two, that should have never been a story. If, if someone was going to be the bridge from U.S to china mm-hmm. it's robert Kraft. yep he's got tiny asian hands on his cock all oh, the time oh yes, yes so yeah yes, yes, hopefully yes. he was on that flight and hopefully he was he was greeted properly um because that is for the what proper he greeting. did yeah, yeah for what he did a couple yeah. of hands on the dong and uh you know quick quick oil sesh for him he was in and out of that parlor in 14 minutes if you look at the time code on that video in florida so oh it's like gosh. hey yeah good for him good for him but, but let's be honest like if you know what you want you're going in there you know sure you're already rip roaring ready to go exactly like when i walk into mcdonald's it's like great yeah i i know the big yeah, mac you're is great ready to like Give inhale me, yeah. the big mac i, yeah. I want the I, I want number one or i want the number four i want the mm-hmm. double double qp with cheese double yeah. quarter pound with cheese like I know what I want. Let's get it over with. I'll get the fish sandwich. So. Yeah. I'm not staring at the fucking menu trying to decide. Mm, I bet you that salad is fresh. No, right. dude. It's not. Give me the one of the four. Mm-hmm. Maybe a McChicken sandwich for a dollar and let me move on with my fucking life. Yeah. Um, that's it. What's that? Oh, yeah. Show the jet. Jamie's got the jet. Pull, pull, pull the, the jet up for old uh, Roberto Kraft. Look at that thing. It's fucking huge. Dang. It's like filled a with masks, huh? 1.2 million masks to bring over to the United States. Okay. Um, congratulations. Uh, the other one, you know who else sent it over sh- uh, shit? Putin. Russia sent over a whole plane full of fucking masks and, uh, and equipment. Uh, Trump got on the phone with him last night, hmm. and uh, that came in today. So it's like, you know, the world is trying to help each other. Yeah. Yeah. For real. I yeah. mean, we, we just took shit from two communist countries. Right. We just went through a trade war with China. So, you know. Yeah. It's nice to see at least coming together. Especially, China, look, China should be paying for all this shit, to be honest with you. But, mm. I mean, it's mm. where the virus did come from. Sure. China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. China. So, 
they should be picking up the tab for this. I, you know, surprisingly, and I know this was a story uh, like a week ago. They were like, oh, I think it was, I, I want to say it was the New York Times. They were like, uh, violence against Asian Americans is on the rise. And it, was, it was one case. Like, this Asian dude got beat up in New York. We also don't know what he said to the people beforehand. So, you know, I'm not going to judge, but they were like, it's risen 100%. Oh, you mean they had won? So the only reason you could write rise to 100% was you went from zero to one, and then you printed that. That was the only case that that's ever happened. Um, after that story died for them, because, you know, usually they would continue a narrative like that for a long time. Mm -hmm. After that story died for them, um, I'm surprised they haven't, like, there is no outward hatred for China. Yeah. Uh... From the press or anybody else. I, I, I have a lot of hatred yeah. for him. I post it on my Twitter all the time. Right. It's like, hey, man, by the way, just want to, I know I haven't said it in a week, but fuck you, China, for all of this shit. For all this shit. But dude. I'm surprised that hasn't uh, risen um, for most Americans, you know? Yeah. Uh, like, I haven't, I haven't really read or seen that sentiment from anywhere else. Why would they do that? If it was America, and this, this did come from America, like, dude. I can tell you, that I can promise you the world would be all over this, of like, this, these Americans, they're fucking shit that they're processing or making over there, mm. and blah, blah, blah. I think this would have been a massive story mm. around the world of like, fuck America. Because mm -hmm. um, I did see an article of like, how they're gonna, Ch China's gonna handle this PR crisis for the next 10 or to 20 years. Mm -hmm. I say it's probably gonna be a lifetime thing, where it's just like. Y yeah, yeah, I would I mean, say. We're never gonna forget this. I would say, yeah. So. Um, I did read that where they're like, how do you come back from this PR wise? And it's like, I don't think you, eh, do. you don't, you really don't on this one. Yeah. Um, cause other problems that have happened around the world, like Chernobyl or something, right? Chernobyl was in Russia. It was isolated to Russia. Um, you didn't find out to the dock that it spread airborne to some of those other countries over there. Sure. But you didn't find that out for, yeah, yeah, for a good yeah, 10 yeah, to 15 yeah. years. Yeah. People were just dying of cancer. And you just thought, well, I live well, in Romania. That's what, what happens that's over what here. what happens here. Life sucks. Yeah. Um, but this spread around the world immediately, and one would one would figure the 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 hatred for China would be a little more mm. vocal. But I haven't mm. even seen that. So, wh whoever posted uh, that for the New York Times, like uh, it's it's what Dan Holloway would like to say is uh, get fucked on that one. Yeah, Asian violence crimes have risen a hundred percent. Oh, you mean from one from zero to one? There was one instance, and again, we don't. We don't know what, uh, maybe he, he was talking shit to somebody. You think so, really? Maybe. You never know. It's New York. You it know, happened in New York. You know how I feel about Asians, right? But the one thing they usually don't do is start fights and talk There's shit. There's fucking Asian gangs. What they will do is, without knowing, blatantly, you know, like, without knowing because they're not paying attention to what's around them, they may, like, run into somebody or steal somebody's spot because sure. they're so just, like into their own shit right that's about it you yeah, know what yeah, i mean yeah. but they're not i don't think talking shit to people you know maybe the mask thing was a little bit too long over they couldn't see something ran uh, into somebody maybe, 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 yeah. do you know what i mean yeah, yeah. i don't know I, there was a guy it was an asian guy who revved his engine uh, next to me at a stoplight the other day and uh i just said ah tokyo drift huh oh right i'm furious uh-huh and he, he didn't get the joke and he just said no my i accidentally downshifted in a weird place but uh, you uh -huh. know, I didn't say that but yeah no uh, I would but it would have been magical you know yeah had I an older like, reference yeah 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 Tokyo Drift huh? 
You know? It would have been an older reference for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but no, the, 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 the sentiment against China really hasn't, like, nobody's been that vocal about it. Look, I mean, so, there's surprised. no point right now. There's no point. Yeah, there's not at all. There's, there's no all. point in getting pissed at anybody right now. No. Like, and, uh, who cares? We, uh, it is our child's birthday this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, like, your hatred for me last night of picking up an extra pork shoulder was kind of unnecessary. <laughs> well, because I don't have any place to put jeez, it. Jeez. I don't have any place to put it, man. You can never have too much meat, you know? Yeah, but you're not fuck. I mean, I'm going to give it away, to be honest with you. What? Yeah. No, you can't do that. We'll, we'll use it. Cook it up next week. Oh, Cook it who's up cooking next week. it up? Who's cooking it up? Traeger. Put it, you just pop it bring home shit for me to fucking do. James, That's the answer. So I got my own pork shoulder for the work that I would like to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you don't just like bring. It's it's so I old do. school to like bring stuff home nah, and be like, here you go. You'll cook it some other time, won't not you? Not at all, Jabe. No, I don't want to. Not at all. Um, you'll cook that up for me uh, and say thank you. Thank you very much. Oh. <laughs> so someone will get that pork shoulder. You're not going to get it. Yeah. You're not. I'm not giving that meat away. Okay. Well, you can figure out how it's to cook. Too hard then. to find. Well, here's the thing. We're making. We're making one this weekend. I fucking, I'm I fucking cook, bro. Making it. Yeah. You are. You're making. I'm, I'm watch making it. it. I have to keep my eyes on it. Sure, you don't. Because I'm going to be up ahead. late. Well, yeah, I'm going to be up have, late. You're going to be sleeping. Yeah, I have it on my phone. Sure, but you're going to be sleeping. You're not going to be able to look at that phone. So. Okay. Therefore, yeah. the big guy's going to keep an eye on it. And then once that's out of the fridge, boom, you put, you put the other one in and just replace it. It's pretty simple. You know? Is it? Yeah. It's pretty simple. Um, happy 500, Japes. Happy 500. We did it. We really did. We did it. Um, I wish it was more spectacular than this, but we There's nothing caught we us off guard. There's nothing we can do. Like, nothing we can do. What can we do? Yeah, we can. We can. We can thank you. We can thank you guys for listening. Uh, we crossed 2 million monthly listeners. Um, which is crazy this month, and um, it's been a blast, and we hope to continue this. And look, after this is all over, the pandemic and all this other bullshit, we might just continue to go five days a week every day because we enjoy it. So Yeah, I think so. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, subscribe on YouTube under Drinking Bros Podcast. That's where we are now with the media company. We used to have our own channel, but now all the media companies uh, are on there. And... Uh, and then obviously on iTunes, uh, please just rate it five stars and, and write a review. It's free. The fucking advertisers want it. So, um, yeah, do it. And we'll have to give our shout outs for for everyone joining us on 500. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Rick on 500. Abend, thank you for the big dick alcohol. Yeah, this is uh, some of the finest, finest JMO I've ever had in my life. Chris Beerworth. Nico the Greco mm-hmm. always in here. Jacob, Jacob uh, Jackie Nickel. Kins is a gal that joined us today, which I'm happy about. Craig, Michael Hando, Delesky, Michael Hando, Stephen Hawkins, Richard Dinoff. Yes, um, uh, have been with us Richard. pretty much this whole quarantines, and mm-hmm. um, we thank you. We love you. Uh, we hope that we are some place for you guys to all kind of connect on the boards whether you're exactly. talking shit about us yeah, yeah. to us or to each other uh i'm happy to see it yeah and either way we're, we're grateful for for this amazing life and uh and you guys supporting us um we're gonna we're gonna lead us out of here with a video that you and i did together uh zimas and jollies and you edited this one um boy that took forever it took forever uh, this is fun we shot this on the beach here in uh 
in Wilmington on Carolina Beach. Jamie, you shot this video, I think. Yes. Did I really? Yep. Is it? Did I? Did I throw an I in there? How's it spelled wrong? Did I throw an I in there? Yes. I, by the way, in my phone, you're still saved as that as well. Yeah. Oh, I see. I it's, thought the male version jammy? was I. J A I M I E. Yeah. That feels like jammy, doesn't it? J A M I E. Yes. That's what I said. So is it jammy? You need an I in there, Jamie. Oh, it's jammy. Jammy, yeah. Yeah. You mm, need an I in there. But Jamie would be the I, so it's jammy, huh? Gosh, we've been saying it wrong this whole time. It's jammy. jammy. Oh, all oh, right, jammy. Jammy. All right, jammy. Jam jam. Uh throw okay, on uh, Zimas and Jollies to uh to to lead us. They took the greatest malt beverage off the shelves Smashed up all the bottles But now, for a limited time Seamus back, baby Yeah Let's make that shit permanent Let's go Not a drink clearly. Got cotton mouth, so I keep a Zima near me. It's summertime, so grab a six and some jollies. I might grab a Becky and some Molly. About to hit the beach up and I'm finna get lit. I got a full Yeti and a girl up on my dick. Squeezing off these rappers like I'm squeezing on a trigger. Once the ranch drops, I see her eyes getting bigger. A little carbonation, it's about to get busy. Shake it back and forth and I'm about to get busy. Two or three of them makes the white girls get dizzy. No Cosby. No Cosby. got me rapping like Iggy. Iggy. Biggity bowl game so tight I need a motherfucking playoff. Cheers to Miller Course for taking Zima out the layoff. I'm a single man using Tinder to survive. And I need this malt beverage to help me slide between them thighs. I've been drinking this shit since before I've been vaping. And I'm rocking this romper like a serpent. A man like me makes you question your sexuality. The rigid observance of rules is a formality. Now that Zima's back, I'll stay off the dark inning. Used to order from a Thai lady. Boy, and some fish If they pull it off the shelves, I'll keep a stash like Sam Elliott. Don't worry, Zima. I'll stick that one good on the hook you with. Seriously, I need my fucking Zima. Some jollies. Where the fuck are my Zima? Some jollies. Somebody give me my Zima. Some jollies. Goddamn. This Rombo's riding up on me like John Wayne. I wonder what Amazon's return policy is like after 90 days. Fuck it. Fuck it. My mom bought me this shit anyways. Yeah, yeah. Somebody throw me another Zima. Another Zima. Another Zima. 